0: Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit BurningDogRadio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio.
1: Do you ever think that, you know, maybe because you're not good enough for God, he won't save you? Do you ever get those thoughts and feelings as if salvation is for everyone else but you? And these verses today are especially for you. God gave his son for you, and he isn't going to hold back the gift of salvation to any of us. If Christ gave his life for you, he isn't going to turn around and condemn you. After all, the book of Romans is more than a theological explanation of God's redeeming grace. It's a letter of comfort and a letter of confidence, and it's addressed to you today. Verse 31 of chapter 8 of Romans says, What then shall we say about these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Again, it's easy to get lost in all this previous quandary that we've been talking about, all that predestination stuff. But when we do that, we fail to catch the important issues that Paul was leading up to. These critical issues, they begin here in verse 31. Paul asked that question, and it's a critical question in and unto itself. What then shall we say to these things? What are we gonna say about all this stuff? Paul clearly wasn't overly consumed with all the predestination debate. Rather, he seemed to be quite consumed about the ramifications of such. So in light of predestination, who can be against us? If God has acquitted us, who can condemn us? And then again, we must ask, if God is against us, well then, who in that situation can be for us? Verse 32 says, he who didn't spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how would he not also with him freely give us all things? Now this whole matter of predestination is essentially settled right here in this verse. The great predestination debate that has kept theologians occupied for ages should come to rest right here, verse 32, chapter 8 of the book of Romans. What should matter to us in this uh, issue is this. God gave up his own son to die for man's sins, and again, according to this verse, He did that for all of us. He died for us all, not just the ones who would come to him. And if that's true, if he died for all of us, won't he freely give us all things? I mean, salvation and redemption, his love, his peace. Thus, on the basis of this verse, not to mention the truckload of other scriptures that are evidence also, but on this verse alone, we can conclude clearly that no one is excluded by God. If we fail to receive all of these things, gang, it's because we have refused them, not because he refused to give them to us. Verse 33 says, Who could bring a charge against God's chosen ones? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died. Yes, rather, who was raised from the dead. Who is at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. So now bringing us back to the center subject of the book of Romans, Paul is speaking here as to the reason that he brought up this whole predestination issue in the first place. Basically, Paul is saying, bring it on. Bring it on. We stand in the power and the grace of the creator of the universe, so who can lay any charge on our feet? Mm, but haven't so many people tried that, maybe they're trying that in your life now. How many many of us have come on the scene since then, since these days, trying to add to our guilt? Plenty, but our guilt is gone. First it was the Pharisees, and they were mandating all their laws and rituals, and then all the gang of legalists that followed after the Pharisees, a, a plethora of rather unhappy religious masochists, in my opinion, who tried as they might, uh, they attempted to drag others into their pit of misery. And you know what? Misery loves company, right? It's God who justifies us. We didn't just get a big stick to fight these god these guys off. No.